Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? I'm ready. This is episode 42. Tonight I'm joined with Pro K. Hi, Pro K. How are you? I'm lovely. Should I do the intro like that all the time? Should I do it like a like an audiobook? You should. All right. By the way, I'm Woody, in case you didn't know. I'm Woody. I'm with Pro K. This is episode 42. Um, this is technically the golf show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's what's going on in the golf world. There's there's some breaking news. There's some stuff going on. Um, we're going to talk about Tiger's big month of December coming up. Tons of exhibition events. Proke loves exhibition events, so I can't wait to get his opinion on what's going on. He loves Tiger, and he hates exhibition events. So I can't wait to see how like what his opinion is on this. Talk a little, a little bit about Charlie Woods. He had some events. In the news, mainly because his old man was caddying for him. So we'll get a little bit of insight on that. Pat Perez has a lot to say. He's got beef with Tiger. He's got beef with Phil. He's going to the top. He he could be falling on a sword right now. He loves attention. Is that what it is? It's an attention thing? Well, I mean, he's he's getting it. That's for sure. He has gotten a lot of attention this this fall, and um, of course we're on a uh, we're on a mission to get pro canceled. So there's actually some some great uh, great headlines right now. There's an LPGA tar, uh, star from the European tour, or she lives in Europe. Sweden. Member of the LPGA, she's Sweden. from Sweden. Sweden. It's it's like a V sound. I think it's not like a W. It's Sweden. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed over here. Proke doesn't like this. He's not happy about this at all. It's quite stupid. He's got a lot to say about it, and we'll probably save that for the very end so I can get him fired up about some other stuff. That way he will 100% say something he regrets towards the end. I regret nothing. So before we get into that, though, I'd like to go ahead and just derail the podcast now and talk about something that has nothing at all to do with golf. And uh, it's something actually that came up today. And I kind of just wanted to bring it to light, get your opinion on it, Broke. But um, but first, how was your weekend? Boring. How about yours? My weekend was great, man. Thanks for asking. Um, had a great weekend. The weather's been awesome here. It's been like high 70s, low 80s. You can relate, right? I I know what that feels, I guess. Um, what's the weather like in Akron right now? It's clear skies uh, with a chance of snow flurries. Not a right. Ni- second. A little nipply. It's not warm. No. 
it's not going to get any warmer, I don't think. It is, just not a lot. Um, is golf done? Is outside golf no. done for Proke now? No? Okay. Never done. Like, so, it's, it's been 70 up until Saturday. So the first time it goes into the, like, 40 degrees, it feels really cold. Once it's 40 for a week, we'll play golf in that. You just got to get used to it. You mean like you just got to get numb? Acclimated to the cold, yeah. Like going numb. from 75 to 40, it feels like ridiculous. Once it's, it's 40 like, all yeah, the that's time, like a, that's like a it cold feels plunge. normal, yeah. So next once week, it's going to be 45, I'll play then. Once your blood thickens a little bit, then it doesn't feel as cold. Right. We don't really have that problem down here. Right. It, it gets cold for like two weeks, usually late January, early February. It'll get, we'll get, I mean, like you got to go outside and put like blankets over your shrubs and shit because it's like below 30 at night and stuff. Yeah. It's frost. Um, But it's not, I mean, it doesn't stay like that. Anyway, um, yeah, this weekend, man, for the first time in at least a year, maybe longer. I don't know exactly how long it's been, but I got completely shit faced. Decided to go to a bar last night, um, probably against my better judgment. Yeah. And so here's the deal. Like, I don't I don't drink alcohol like ever, like ever, 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 ever. Even in some social environments, I just choose not to drink. Yeah, because it's one of those things where my personality is I I can't like one of the reasons why I don't drink wine is because I can't sip on wine. I can't sip on bourbon like I'm taking like shot after shot after shot. Once you go, you go, bro. You don't. Yeah, I don't I don't drink because I don't don't drink beer either. Really? I don't. Yeah, I don't sit there and enjoy a beer. You know what I mean? That's what are we doing? Why why are we going to wait two hours to get drunk? Let's do it in 20 minutes. Let's right. get the show on the road. Like if we're, if we're here to enjoy the intoxication, like let's get intoxicated. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't drink for the enjoyment of drinking. If I'm like drinking, if you're gonna, there's if, a reason. And it's if you're going to do cocaine, you don't just do little bumps of cocaine. You snort fat lines off strippers asses. That's what you do. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna smoke weed, you just don't take a tiny little hit off of a one hitter, then go about your business. Right. You snoop dog a joint or take some massive hits off of water bongs. <laughs> like let's get the show on the road. Anyway, understanding my personality a little bit now. I go to the bar, I, I have my buddy meet up with me who doesn't drink at all. He has one eye. Which it doesn't really mean anything, but it's just painting a picture here. Guy with one eye, which by the way, he has glass. He wears glasses, right? And I can't. I don't understand why he doesn't just wear a monocle. That would be sick. I mean, you think about it though, because when you when you get glasses, like you're paying for both, both lenses, right? I guess maybe only one lens has a prescription. I'll have to follow up on that. Anyway. Uh, we go to the we go to the bar, and the whole purpose is going over there, just shooting some darts, 
playing some pool, literally just getting out of the house. Right. My bar tab was only, it was $46. I gave her, or it was like $44 or something like that. I gave her, I think it was like 56. I gave her like 10, 12 bucks tip. I'm a good tipper. Solid tip. Okay. And I was buying drinks for other people too. So I feel like maybe the bartender hooked me up a little bit. So tell me what this means. I walk up uh, to the bar and uh, one of the women bartenders walks up to me and she's like, hi, my name is Sarah. How are you? She introduced herself with her name and shook my hand. Did she want to have sex with me? I have no idea. Was that a missed opportunity? Maybe. Was this before or after you tipped? This is when I first walked into the bar. I walked into the bar. I mean, obviously, I look like I'm there for business. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here for a reason. uh, Maybe that's part of their shtick at that bar. I didn't see her shake anybody else's hand. I think that might have been a missed opportunity. And then at the end of the night, when I'm cashing out, I was like, hey, can I, you know, I like to just, I gave her like the little signature wave thing with my hand, you know? And she was like, no, I want you to stay here. We'll get you a little cot. You can just sleep here. And then at this point, I'm wasted, right? Like, I'm, I am i don't even know what she's talking about. I'm a little offended by her statement. And I'm like, no, like, I want my fucking tab so I get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Might have been another wasted uh, missed opportunity there. What do you think? Not sure. If I was on my game, I would have immediately been like, listen, this doesn't seem like a comfortable place to sleep, but how about your place? Maybe that could have worked. Don't know. But I chose to be offended by it. It wasn't rude or anything. That was, was probably just, not the proper reaction. That wasn't rude. I just was like, ha, 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 you know, a fake laugh. Ha, ha, you're so funny. Anyway, so I need that tab, you know, um, because you got the, like, this is one of those places that we're like, like, I got to take one eyed guy home. Exactly. I've got to do one eye over here. Have you seen him? He's not winking. That's not the world's longest wink. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, we're going to call him Maverick. I don't want to, I don't want to blast them. We're just going to, we're going to call him Maverick. Um, anyway, we, well, I'm going <laughs> to guess that he knows who he is. Not a lot he of know, people he knows running around is. with one eyeball. Yeah, I mean, if you know who he is, you know who he is. You know, if you don't know who he is, we're just going to call him Maverick. If you don't know who he is and you're in Jacksonville, you walk by a pirate. Now you know who he is. <laughs> call him Maverick. Uh, he, by the way, you would love you would love Maverick. He is a giant Republican, like big time, humongous Republican. Um. I personally am offended by that. No, listen, he's ethnic too. I don't know what he is. He says he's biracial, so he get so he says a bunch of things that you would think, oh, that's racist. You know what I mean? But then he'll follow it up with like, it's okay because I'm biracial. <laughs> you would love him. You, you broke and Maverick would become besties in like five. I had minutes. a buddy like that who is uh, he was Lebanese. I think his guy might have a little Lebanese in him. Some he Haitian, maybe. Some, some mega racist stuff. And then he'd be like, it's okay. I'm the Taliban. Oh. <laughs> and that's okay. Where's he at now? I haven't seen him in a while. 
I hope they didn't catch up with him. They did not. They did not. He's still around. But it, but anyway, we, we had a, we had a wonderful they evening. Hang out less. The the entire listen. Uh, we were playing pool. I suck at pool, by the way. Are you good at pool? Yes. Well, I'm okay. I used to be good at it. Used to play a lot. So as soon as I get to the right, back up for a second. As soon as I get to the bar, I'm like, "Hey, Sarah." She introduces herself um, as Sarah and shakes my hand. She had soft hands. By the way, like uh, she's a woman. She, she, she applies. I could tell that she applies lotion, has manicures. Um, she was kind of hot. I mean, I, it was probably a missed opportunity. Two times, but then again, it's a bartender. Like, like I, I'm not the guy who hits on the bartender mainly because two, well, two reasons. One, they're working, right? Like, they work in a fun entertainment environment, right? But. I'm not going to be one of the 90 guys that night that's giving her like hitting on her. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not interested in being a part of that statistic. Mm. So I turn my brain off. I'm like, I'm, I don't care how hot she is. I mean, I'll look at her right. butt if she's got a nice butt. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to sit there and be like, right. hey, baby, you know, like, you know, what color's your panties? I'm not going to do stuff like that, you know, or whatever creepy guys say to bartenders. I don't know what they say. Right. I have. Uh... No. Bart. Bartender's waitress, no interest in like. Don't even try. Same thing when when I used I used to go to Hooters a lot because I always had the theory of like if I'm going to go somewhere and watch football, why not go somewhere where there's a bunch of titties and ass and watch football? And I think that's the point of Hooters, right? That's kind of the idea behind Hooters. It's not to like you know womanize the women. It's just if you're going to be there, oh, and then a hot chick walks in front of you while you're watching the game, like win win for everybody, you know. Right. That is the point of it. Right. So I used to go to Hooters a lot, but even then I, I, I would, I would talk to him. I might flirt with him a little bit. I'm not going to be an asshole to him, but I would, I've never once ever like tried to take a Hooters girl home. No. Or like, you the know what I mean? Like Hooters, I've never. Yeah, yeah. Point of Hooters is not the food. No, I've definitely gone to a few strip clubs and thought that she wanted to fuck. I, I not, now I haven't tried to bring him home. But I definitely walked out of the uh, the the VIP room thinking, oh yeah, she wants it. I've had buddies that that thought that. Well, not a, they did. They have taken strippers out. Oh, was, they've actually done it. They, they've yeah, gone. They've crossed that threshold. Very expensive, very expensive night. So are they are they actually strippers at that point? They're they're no longer strippers, yeah, right? They're, no, they're escorts. They're hookers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, the thought of paying for something like that, it, it's, it's no, it kind of, no, it, it's disgusting because it it's is. like, you know, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like paying to eat off somebody else's plate at a restaurant. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> that's, like if so, someone that's, orders a steak, right? They're, they're paying $30 or $40 for the steak. And they eat half of their mashed potatoes. They leave like three ounces of the steak on there. And they've got like some remnants of like broccoli or something on the plate. And, and then- not to mention, if you're doing that, you've had like 500 fingers on that plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and other people, like nobody's using silverware. No one's uses silverware to eat it, right? So they're all using their fingers, right? And it gets passed around the restaurant. And then they come up to you like, hey, would you like to buy this for like $1,000? Right. And eat, and eat the rest of this? Yeah, and then you take them up on, and then and then you have then you have uh, then you have uh, VD for the rest of your life. Like yeah, you, I'm, not you, gonna, you, I'm not gonna put his name out, but 
the cost all of that night was all right let's let, let, all right hold on is it someone i know no no no, oh, no okay it was he took her from the the club where he spent most of the night in the vip room to a hotel room well he took her to somewhere to eat first then to the hotel then back it was like almost five grand that's oh she got him she did i was like dude she you, got him like dude come on imagine if they do that once a week not even like every night right because that would be a wild ride like i don't know if i could survive that if i would even though that's amazing money like i could not just like randomly go on a field trip with a dude from from the strip club every single night like you're, you're gonna end up dead eventually <laughs> at some point yeah you're gonna run like, into uh uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. You're going to end up dead at some point. So, I mean, that's a, a that's a game you can't play every single night. But if you did it like once a week, plus all the other money you get just from being a stripper, I mean, that's I can see why they right. and they, they do what they in, do. You know? In Myrtle, Myrtle. So they were making good money off of them dirty old golfers. Tourist, yeah. The golf tours. Anyway, so um, I'm at the bar. So the way I order the shot, and, and people are going to like cringe at this. It is kind of cringy saying out loud, but like when I understand there's good bourbon and you drink good bourbon. So I'm a bourbon guy in general. But when I'm on a mission, like I'm there, like I, I showed up, like I got there maybe like 9.45, 10 o'clock. So I've realistically, I'm not thinking I got four hours. I'm thinking till midnight, 12.30. So two and a half hours is where I'm looking. Then I'm going to go home, go to sleep. Well, um, I mean, I'm ordering two shots at a time, like boom, boom. And it's all fireball. It's it's kind of disgusting. I, now saying the word fireball, like I get to that cinnamon taste in my back of my throat. Like it's kind of, it's like the new Jaeger. And a lot no, of people it's now. It's nowhere near as bad as Jaeger. Jaeger's awful. But it's um I do fireball because it's not as bad as like any other whiskey. So the taste isn't as bad as whiskey. If if you drink whiskey all the time, you enjoy, it's it's like beer. It's like an acquired taste. Like once you start drinking a bunch of beer, you can actually distinguish the difference between each type of beer. If you don't Can't drink do beer, it. it all tastes like shit. All right, uh, like and it all tastes body, the same. Like the my four ball partner from Nebraska, big bourbon guy. He's rambling about the taste of these bourbons. I'm like, these are all horrendous. Right. It's because he's an alcoholic and he knows what each one tastes like. They all have. It's the same thing with wine. When you if someone doesn't drink wine, they can distinguish the taste between white wine and red wine. But there is a big difference. If you drink wine and all the winos out there right now understand what I'm saying. Like if you drink Cabernets and hell, you could drink. There's different profiles of Cabernets, but the yeah, difference between a horrible a difference between Merlot and Cabernet is huge. But if you don't drink wine, it's just red wine. They all taste the same. Red wine and white wine taste different for sure. But all white wine tastes the same. All red wine tastes the same. If you don't drink wine, beer is the same nothing, way. Nothing Whiskey and bourbon a, are the same way too. Nothing gives a hangover worse than wine. It's, it's like torture. The, the, the wine hangover isn't good. It's awful. Uh, and, it's almost as bad as wine tastes. So I, I, I haven't gotten wasted. So to me, it's here's the deal. I, I, if I went to a really nice restaurant, if I actually met a woman that I was like, yeah, she's worth like a, like a $200 night 
at a restaurant. And, and that sounds bad, right? But I don't, I don't mean like, I don't mean like there's women that aren't worth it. I'm just saying like, I'm not spending $200 at a restaurant at all. Like for all myself, with my buddies, nobody. It would only be with a woman and it would only be with like a woman I'm probably going to marry. Right. Like, that's what I mean by like, if she's worth it. I mean, like if it's like a big you spend deal, $200 at a restaurant on Nelly Corda. Yeah. But not the first, not even the first time I'm taking her. Oh. Listen, if it, I don't care who it is, if it's Nelly Corda or it's just some, some chick named Ashley that I met, you know, uh, that's a cart girl or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, at the public links, it, we're going to monkey's uncle. And that's where I was on Saturday. What about someone from Detroit? Monkey's uncle. <laughs> We're going to uncle. Monkey's uncle's my go-to, bro. It's the neighborhood pub. Anyway, so I'm ordering Fireball because, again, I'm not trying to be pretentious and, like, figure out what want or what, what bourbon I'm drinking or whatever. Like, no, just give me some Fireball, Sarah. I probably had two or three orders of Fireball before my buddy showed up. He was, like, 20 minutes behind me. Um, and we're playing pool, we're playing darts and I, I suck at pool. I'm really good at darts. Like I'm legit at darts. Like I can hold my own. I could gamble with darts. I can't gamble with pool. It's embarrassing. However, the most amazing thing ever happened to me when I was playing pool, he was kind of beating me. He's good. And he's only got one eye, which was kind of pissing me off to be honest with you. Cause I kind of look at him like he's, he's handicapped. You know what I mean? In darts? No, no, no. Dart? In pool. Oh, pool. That'd be harder. Darts. You can get away with one eye. For you're sure, looking sideways at it anyway. Yeah, and like shooting a gun, you can get away with one eye because you close. Don't you close one? And sh- I don't know. Anyway, but the pool, yeah, I was kind of getting upset because I mean, it's like it's like I looked at it like I was. I was it's, it's like it's like losing like the forty yard dash to someone with one leg. You know, what I mean? like that's how I was in my mind because I'm super competitive. You know what I mean? And I'm super cocky because I'm sitting here like, oh, I'm playing a guy with one eye. He's handicapped. You know, like. I'm, I'm going to win. Even though I suck, I'm going to, I plan on winning this. And then he was beating me. Like he just kept knocking all the stripes in and shit. And I had like a bunch of fuck. I had like, I had four, I had four or three. Was it three or four? I had three or four solids left. It was my turn. I think he had all his stripes in. He all he had was the eight ball left. I shit you not. By the way, this wasn't planned, but I, I, I hit one ball and somehow th- th- all, like I cleared the table with one shot. I had three fucking pool balls go in the pocket, like all different pockets on one shot. It was the most amazing thing you've ever seen in your life. That sounds accidental. Oh, it was 100% accidental. And, unfor- and then true Mike Wood fashion. Remember I told you, like, if I make a birdie, next hole is guaranteed bogey. Mm-hmm. Pull off the shot of my lifetime, knock in three, three balls, one shot. Feeling Scratch real good about myself. Ball. Scratch on eight ball. Boom. Lost Kobe. the game. That's where you say Kobe. Anyway, we met a couple of chicks. That's a whole nother funny story. There was a bunch of funny shit that happened last night. Like it's on. It's not proper for this podcast. Are those the ones that were using you for check a box? <laughs> yeah. Something. Dude, listen. There's so many <laughs> questions I have about this. Um, there's so many You're things old, that happen. <laughs> There's so many questions, so many things that came up, so many. It's just, listen, I'd love to have Maverick come on and just talk about last night. Um, just so many funny things happen. But it's this isn't the right 
platform for that. Um, I, this isn't the, I almost wish I had a podcast like, uh, like, you know, uh, call her daddy. So we could actually talk about what, because people listening to this are like, probably whatever. Yeah. I mean, this isn't really the, the platform for that, but it was a fun night. I didn't, I really wasn't that hungover, but let's just say like, I, I think I, ha- I alone had at least 10 shots of fireball and I was buying the ladies a couple of drinks. I bought Maverick a couple of drinks and I don't know how it came to $45. I- I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Sarah, the bartender wanted to bang and I missed that opportunity. That's because you're worried about checking off the check, being a check mark, checked off box. Possibly. All right. That that's my that's my story for the uh, weekend. It went longer than uh, than anticipated. So let's go ahead and get into the uh, let's go ahead and get into the uh, the news. You want to talk about Pat Perez? I know you love him. I have no interest in Pat Perez. Do you know what he said? Uh, he said that Tiger was crazy about the comments that he made for not having. The guaranteed money comments and uh, he made some vague comments about Phil. Uh, Pat Perez just wants to hear himself talk at this point. All right. Well, I know that you're a huge fanboy of Tiger, so I know that that immediately pisses you off that he says stuff about Tiger. And I think, quote, here, I mean, this is Fox News. This is big time. This is on a Fox News headline. Oh, Pat God. Perez blasts Tiger Woods criticisms on players joining Live Golf. Quote, stupidest shit I've ever heard. That's what Pat Perez said about Tiger criticizing the Live guys for taking guaranteed money with the possibility of, of not playing in majors, which is, which is false. Wood was talking out of his ass because the, the majors are going to, looks like they're going to let him in with open arms. They already did. They all played him last year. Right. But the longer this goes on, the less connection they have to the PGA tour, I think is what they're talking about. So Woods was talking. Can you admit Woods was just talking out of his ass when he said that? Yeah. Woods takes money. He's playing in, exhibitions this month well i mean we like were going to segue into that that's right we're, we're segueing into that um i mean let's uh, i'll Jeez, bring so up some more of what he said here exhibitions so this is what wood said and I'll, I'll be honest with you like I'm, I'm not like on the side of pat perez like wood shouldn't have said anything he doesn't look good in this he doesn't look good at all. Like he he needed to remain. I mean, I know the PGA Tour wanted him to obviously pick a side. But he needs I mean, I, I've always thought like prolific athletes need to stay the fuck out of anything that's like political. I don't care if it has to do with the, the sport. If it has to do with foundation has like three events on tour, so he can't really Wait, stay he's committed neutral. to the PGA tour. Like, I mean, no one thinks he was ever going to go to live. Like he is the PGA tour, right? I mean, it's not a big deal, but like th- th- this is the problem. Cause now he's unnecessarily involved in headlines and it's not good. Here, here's what, here's what Wood said. He said, and this was back in May, May 21st, 2022. It says he, 
He said this stuff on the fourth tee of the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. I guess it was during practice round. I don't know. It says, uh, this is Woods, Woods' quote, but but what these players are doing for guaranteed money, what's the incentive to practice, Woods said at the time. What is the incentive to go out there and earn it in the dirt? You're just getting paid a lot of money up front and playing in few events and playing 54 holes. Couldn't have said a worse thing if you're Tiger Woods. Because now you just gave Pat Perez credence in what he said. And here's what Pat Perez said on Son of a Butch podcast. This was a recent episode. He said, quote, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. That's, that's one of the stupidest things I think he said. The incentive is the fact that last place is 120000 First place is $4 million. You cannot win $4 million on the PGA Tour. Now, next year you might. They finally got the perks. But last time I checked, he signed a $40 million deal right out of college. Was flying on a Nike jet. He found incentive. He could have shut it down right then. He's got a point. Then he went on to say that he's had a lot of guarantees. You know what? And he was the hottest thing. He's made so much money off the course. He found incentive to go. But again, he only played how many tournaments? He didn't go. I never saw him at John Deere. Never saw him supporting all these events. He played in all the majors. He played in all the WGCs, and that was it. He played Tory. Never played Riviera. But he's worth every dime. In fact, like I said, he's $2 billion short of where he should be, I think. Was that a dig at the divorce? No, that was a... Uh, he didn't make enough money. So, but, I mean, how? I mean, as much as you don't like Pat Perez, I'm not a huge Pat Perez fan, but he's not wrong. Wood shouldn't have said anything. He had to say something. He's invested in it. But, you, I mean, but the thing is, like, if you're Tiger Woods and it just does, it doesn't look good because of what he, what he's criticizing them for is what he's done. And the problem is, and I don't think Pat Perez is saying Tiger didn't deserve it. I think, if anything, he's saying that he deserved more. Right. But not every single player on the PGA Tour has those opportunities. And Pat Perez is saying that they were kind of given those opportunities, so they fucking took them. Right. Everybody understands why Pat... Like, Pat Perez went on... But even Dustin Johnson, I mean, like, Dustin Johnson's huge, right? But he couldn't have made, I mean, how much money did he make this year, bro? Yeah, he, like, the the contract he signed, he couldn't have made that in his career. He's not, Dustin Johnson is marketable, usably marketable for live, but as an advertiser, he's not marketable. Hi, my name's my name's Dustin Johnson. You should buy these shoes. Yeah, he's not. You can't like Tiger Woods can sell sell watches. Dustin Johnson cannot sell watches. Hey, my name's Dustin Johnson. You know how I keep time? I use my Rolex. Right. <laughs> if, if, if I don't know what time it is, just I, I just look watch. at my hand. It tells me what time it is. <laughs> yes. But but with Pat that being Perez said, though, the exact I mean, opposite. 
months before. He's like, but, oh, but he flamed Liv and all the guys that went. He didn't think he was going to fucking be a guy that was going over there, dude. Well, don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Well, but that's what that's that's kind of what he's. And it's not right. like so, Liv. So, it's not I'm, like well, Pat Perez has any credence. Pat Perez was a punchline the whole year. Like, look how bad Pat Perez is at golf and making millions of dollars. But that's, that's kind of the point. All summer. But that, but that's kind of the point. Tiger, Tiger was um, like, listen, he's one of the greatest golfers, if not the greatest golfer in the world. No one's ever going to take that from him. But he was, he had down years, and he was still making bukus of money. Right, he was marketable. So, again, the politics of it. Pat Perez shouldn't have opened his mouth the first time and shit on live. He, I mean, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know if uh, fucking Tim Fincham, the old commissioner, I mean, all these guys, Jack Nicholas is sending him emails saying, hey, man, we'd love it if you just said some, you know, some kind words in the press, you know. Da, da, da. I mean, I guarantee you don't think that stuff's happening behind the scenes this year? It happens every year. Why do you think Dustin Johnson played at Harbortown every year? Of course, that he couldn't even hit driver on pretty much. No, I'm not talking about sponsor exemption. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like specifically with the live stuff this year. You don't think the PGA Tour, Rory, Tiger, Jack, um, all these guys were like contacting players behind the scenes and basically asking them to say certain things in the press. Not like a script, but like, hey, if you're asked about this and this and this, we'd love for you to say some pro PGA Tour stuff and some anti-live stuff. They were all done. They all did that. Right. Both I, sides. So how do we know that Pat Perez wasn't approached and he wasn't one of those guys that got an email saying, hey, if this is this is a this is brought up. We need you to be on. We need you to pick a side and we'd love for you to be on our side. And Pat Perez might be thinking, I'm literally the last motherfucker is going to be picked for live. And he's like, I've got. I've got to protect my job over here. I've got to, you know, I'm in a rock and a hard spot. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm speculating, right? Like I'm, I'm speculating, but with that being said, don't say anything. If you're Tiger Woods, don't say anything. If you're Pat Perez, don't say anything. Cause it, cause it gives Pat Perez a pedestal right now, bro. Fox news that the head, what I just read to you is from a Fox news blog. All right. Well, he's don't say, don't say anything. You're giving, I mean, you're giving Pat Perez a platform to speak on Fox News. Millions of people saw that blog. Don't give Pat Perez a platform. That's too easy. Also, but Pat Perez, <laughs> the one thing I'll give Pat Perez credit for is he, he gives zero fucks. Like he's going at, like he called out Tiger. I think he won that. T- Pat Perez gets a W for that. He wasn't lying. And then, I mean, Pat Perez went after fucking Phil. <laughs> Zero fucks. Him and Phil got beef, I think, because they both went to Arizona State, didn't they? Yeah. I think that F- Phil and Phil fucked this girl or something. So something. He said that, I don't know what the exact quote, do you have the quote up of what he said about Phil? No, he just said Phil did something that's unforgivable. But he like, wouldn't say what. Like, would never forgive him. Like, completely unforgivable. Well, he probably... Have you seen Pat Perez's wife? I actually haven't. I don't know. what is she? Is she a dime piece? No. She's a tramp, though. Everybody's ranked. Oh, my ranked. God, bro. Every, you can't just call, Have you ever met her? 
<laughs> what, what? What? What were you gonna say? I said everybody on tours were Andrew Pat Perez's wife. Oh my <laughs> god! You you can't say that. I, I can say whatever I want to say. Yeah, he's not gonna be a friend of the program now. I don't want him to be. Oh, I want damn. nothing to do with that guy. You you wouldn't hang out with Pat Perez? No, I don't think I'd. I don't what think. If, what if he ca- what, what if he hits you up on Twitter on uh, Instagram was like, "Proke, I've heard about I've heard about this uh, this uh, this scramble prowess. I need you. <laughs> I need I need you on my four ball team, buddy. What do you say? Fuck you and your tramp wife. Yeah. No, you don't. You become a Pat Perez fan all of a sudden. Anyway, yeah. Pat Perez, anybody that knows Pat Perez, if you're listening to this, bro, I, I got nothing but respect for you and your wife. I don't know your wife. Proke is speaking out of his ass. And these opinions belong to him and him only. So with that being said, Proke, why are you saying that everybody has run through Pat Perez's wife? Because I can. Just a hunch. So you don't have any, it's just a hunch. Why does that? But I'm saying, like, there has is there rumors or something? What am I missing here? Like, did you just literally pick that out of the sky and you just decided? Because I mean, I may or may not have heard through the grapevine, and I'm putting a disclaimer behind this. This is a hundred percent a rumor, something I heard back when I was caddying that Phil and Amy were swingers. Swingers, yes. All the all the people that work at Firestone say that too. Like that is something that's going on behind the scenes that a lot of people, obviously I, you and I have never even talked about that before. And the fact no, that you know I, about that, I knew what you were going to say though. I, I've heard that from the people at Firestone. So like maybe, or maybe that, that may or may not be true, but you, but you understand how like there's rumors behind that. I'm not just picking it out of the sky. Like, is that what the Pat Perez, his wife has gotten run through? on the PGA tour. Is that something that is like a, a legitimate rumor, a TMZ rumor, no. or is that something you just picked out? It picked off, I just off the hanger in your closet. I was okay. like, let's go. Let's roll with it. All right. So there's nothing that goes with that. So I'm thinking <laughs> it though, unverified. It's not, it's, bro, you just started it. You just made up the yes. rumor, bro. Could be true though. There's zero chance. That's true. There's no way. Have you seen Ashley Perez. But what does that mean? Does she look like she's been run through? Yes. Her name's Ashley? Yes. All right. Well, just based on that, you could be right. Are you going by the first picture of her? Like the first picture that pops up is a picture of her and him. And she's like, got like a bottle of wine. Looks like she's chugging it. Is that why you think she's been run through? Because she looks like she's a wild partier. I've seen more than one picture of her. Yeah. She, yeah. She looks like an Instagram model. Is that what you're saying? You're saying she looks like a whore because she's got big boobs. I'm just. I'm just saying. Well, they, they had a baby recently, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think they have two kids. Should do you think they should be DNA tested? If, if you were Pat Perez, Maybe. would you have the kids DNA tested? Uh, No. Probably not. Has Phil Mickelson banged Pat Perez's wife? Maybe they're swinging together. I don't know. Maybe they went to some key parties. 
has Tiger Woods banged Pat Perez's wife? That's a strong possibility. <laughs> Tiger we gotta Woods. stop talking about this. <laughs> yes. Breaking what news. If, listen, what if the whole PGA tour is just nothing but like a like a German swingers porn video on Pornhub? You know what I mean? What if that's what they're doing in the hotel on Thursday nights? What if it's like a whole thing? You know what I mean? Like they've they go and put on this like clean image during the day and they play a little golf, do do do, you know? But at night it's just not, like, like listen, you know what I mean? And they're just like tripping on Molly and banging each other's wives all in the same room. Nothing would surprise me of what things that rich people do. Anyway, so Pat Perez, he's he's gone after Phil, he's gone after Tiger. We think, I mean, he said that no matter what. Like, Phil can't fix whatever the, their problem is. And honestly, my opinion, if, if someone can't fix something like that, it either has to do with a lot of money or a lot of pussy. Yeah, you brought, probably... You can probably. fix a lot of things with time, um, with good deeds. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff that can be fixed over right. time. So this you, is probably an Ashley Perez scenario. So I don't I don't know how long Ashley Perez has even been around. They've been dating since college and shit. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just making it all up as I go. All right, moving on. Charlie Woods. What do we know about him, Proke? He is an offspring of Eldrick Woods. Did you see that he's in the news? This week, this past week, yeah, he is for being an okay golfer in his age group. All right, but he has a last name of Woods. So I saw a lot of reels and stuff on Instagram where like people were commenting like how jacked Charlie looks. I'm like, what are you talking about? Must be on steroids. Oh Jesus. I mean, he's act- I mean, he's hit a growth spurt. Obviously, he's gotten bigger. That's what that's what children do. Yeah. Weird. But Tiger, I don't know what the junior event is. You know what the junior event is? No idea. Some event was sponsored by Wilson. No, it's sponsored by. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Tiger's buddy, Nota Begay. Nota, Nota Begay, yeah. That's why he played in it. Correct. So, ty- so all right, so here's the deal. He's ranked 40th in his age group. For- yeah, so so here's the deal with Charlie. In just that tour. Charlie will never, all right, I'm going to go, all right, I, I want to ask you first. I'm going to ask you first, and then I'm going to give my opinion. And, and this is so hard to do. I even hate even talking about this, but it's like relevant in the news of golf right now. And people are talking about it because there's nothing else to talk about because Tiger is uh, irrelevant himself at this point. Charlie's 13. If the PGA Tour is something that he's going to be involved with, at minimum, he's 10 years away from that. At minimum. Mm-hmm. Based on yeah. what you've seen so far out of his junior career. And, and honestly, the next five years, four years, are the most important in his development. The high school years, 
Yeah. I, I mean, Tiger was playing in professional events at 16. Justin Thomas was playing in professional events at 16. Jordan Spieth was playing in professional events at 16. That's right. three years away from where Charlie is right now. Keep that and, in mind. And, and those guys didn't get them based on their dad being Tiger Woods. Well, that that's that's true, but that, I'm not even going there yet. But yeah, that's true. That's like the sprinkles on top of the cupcake, right? Because Charlie, whether he deserves it or not, is going to get sponsors exemptions because his dad's Tiger Woods. Of course. Because everybody, every marketing, every brand, every tournament sponsor is going to want Charlie and, to become Tiger. Yes, and they're going to want Tiger to golf be there. Is gonna, yeah, golf is going to want Charlie to become Tiger. Like, go, the casual golf fan is going to want Charlie. That's why, like, I saw, like, these, these. it was ridiculous. I, I'm not a big fan of Dylan Fertetti or whatever his name is. He's like real big on Twitter. He's like, but he's known for being kind of outspoken. He speaks his mind, you know? Right. Um, there was a, there was a video. It might've been on YouTube of Charlie and, and based on the angle, it looked like Charlie outdrove these other kids in the group by like 50 yards, but it was a dog leg left. And he actually was probably that same distance off the tee, but he was like 50 yards left of them in the rough. Mm. So if anything, it was like a horrible shot because the other kids were in the middle of the fairway. But right. it looked like the camera angle, like and the, the guy <clears throat> filming, it's like, look how far he outdrove him. And he didn't, right? And Dylan's on there, like, pointing that out in the comment section. Anyway. Um, Charlie's 13 years old. I mean, he's shooting. He just shot his career low on September 26th. 68. Right. Mm-hmm. A month ago. A little over, uh, about almost two months ago. month and a half. The problem Six I weeks have, ago. Like- I don't like even talking about it. Like, let kid be a kid. But he's but so. I mean, like, how old it was Tiger when he shot sixty eight? How but just was, to give a ref Tiger like a base reference, like six years old, right? Exactly. Like, so I'm trying to keep shit in perspective with this. That's the idea like, behind like, us talking about this. He's not relevant because of his golf game. He's relevant because of his dad's Tiger Woods. Right. Another kid at his skill level, you'll never hear. You'll never see anything of. Because they're like, oh, it's just another kid. I'm just trying to keep it in perspective to where just because he's the offspring of Tiger Woods does not mean he's Tiger Woods. Charlie will never know the struggle. He will not. Tiger Woods as a father, I'm going on a limb here, is not. Earl Woods. Earl as a father. No. Not Earl made Tiger who he is. Like he developed Tiger into the person he is for good or yeah. for bad. Yeah. I'm sure Tiger is developed that strict as Earl. Like Charlie ha- is not ever going to have to deal with not being, but uh, showing up for a golf tournament and not being able to go into the clubhouse. Right. So in, in all that stuff builds character, like you could say it doesn't, but it does. Like it puts chips on shoulders and Tiger had the personality where he want like if you if you gave him a reason to have a chip on his shoulder, you're fucked. Right. He will make you pay for that. He and uh look what happened he, to Stephen Ames. You remember what happened to Stephen Ames when he fucking was being critical yes. about Tiger? What happened to Stephen Ames, broke? Yes, he got absolutely drunk. Nine and eight. <laughs> that was awesome. 
Like, Nine? How embarrassing is that to be a professional golfer? You just got done. I don't think Steven was meaning to talk shit like he hated him. I think he was just giving an honest response to a question in an interview. But nonetheless, Tiger was like, oh, really? <laughs> yes. I've lost a step or I'm not doing so, whatever he said. I don't know what he said, but it was something critical to his and game, now, right? The only thing Stephen Ames' career is known, is known for, for is when you're going out to play match play against your buddies, you're like, I'm going to Stephen Ames you. <laughs> right, right. And But my point is saying that is, though, like Earl Woods created that monster. Right. And Charlie, I, I know nothing about Charlie. I've never met him before. But I just, I, I'm going on a limb here, and I'm going to say that Charlie's probably never going to have that killer part of his built into his personality. You know what I mean? Because he, he plays, you can see some of it come out when he plays the PNC with JT and Tiger. That he's a little competitive, but oh no, well, being competitive Tiger is one like thing. Next level, but Tiger made you pay. Yes. Like he, he, he hits you where it hurt. It wasn't just beating you by one shot. Like Tiger was like when he was like on top of his shit in the late in the early 2000s, like he was known for winning tournaments by like 10, 15 shots. Like, yeah, he wanted to he wanted to like, nobody you. plays golf like that anymore. Like if you're winning a tournament by three or four shots, you play for par. Like, like, let's not let's not make the mistake. These I mean, I technically you're not supposed to play for par. Right. But these guys are not making mental. They're not taking driver over the bunker. Five yards left of the water. Right. If they're like, up could, three shots. You can see it when uh, Jordan Spieth and Scotty Scheffler's Masters wins. Like, Tiger's trying to set a scoring record. And, right. And Be- because like, he has a chip on his shoulder. They're putting like eight times on the eight seventy second green because they got shots to give away. And, and and that's because Tiger had a chip on his shoulder because he wanted to be the best. That was a big deal. He wanted to be the best, but there was so many people telling him that he didn't deserve it because he was black. He couldn't do it because he was black. He didn't belong because he was black. So he was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to have my name on every fucking trophy, on every scoring record that I could possibly get my fucking name on. That was his right. motivation. And Earl built that into Tiger at a very right. young age. And I think that generation of people had it more than this current one. Like, I don't personally, on a different level, I like if I'm playing somebody in golf, I want to beat them by fifty. So, but but it's it, when you're talking about it, yeah. But when you're out there and you're up by two shots or you're up by two holes in match play, you're like. I'm good right now. I just got to hold it together. You no. know what I mean? Till the end. No. no, I mean, you know, you and I can say this, but if you're up by two or three holes after nine holes, you're not thinking about ending in a hole 12. You're thinking about just not making a mistake. Like, like we, again, me, I, you and I'm me talking about, about it, no, you no, and no, me no, talking no. about it are one thing, but actually on the course, on the tee shot, when you have water left, OB right, you're not thinking, oh, man, i got to birdie this hole so I can get up another hole. No, 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 no. You're thinking I need to just not fuck this up, make any dumbass decisions so I don't make double and let him back in. No. And Pro, not- this might be why you fucking missed the cut at the uh, at the Ohio State Open well, with a double bogey. Stroke play, stroke play is a, a different – I'm more conservative in stroke play. Match play, I'm going to try and close you out. 
as fast as I can. All I'm going to say is I'm pretty sure you lost to Trenton Gott in match play. Uh, that's uh, I, I don't know. I, I that's <laughs> I what did. people are saying. I digress. Uh, Ty, uh, Charlie Woods. He's got a solid ten years to the to the PGA Tour, but the next five years are crucial in his development because. This is when you're made. If you're going to be a, a consistent player on the PGA Tour, you're going to win golf tournaments, you're going to win majors. The next five years, the, the development in the next five years is where it's going to get done. I'll ask you a couple of questions. One, is Charlie Woods going to make a career on the PGA Tour? It's very it's possible. It's unlikely, though. And when I say career, I mean... He's got all the money in the world. He doesn't need the money, right? Right. But let's just assume he doesn't have all the money in the world. Does he support himself financially? Is he a professional golfer on the PGA Tour? Does he hold his tour card for 20 years? Very unlikely. I would. I don't know that the odds of kids that are ranked where he is in his state, they're likely, well, I mean, but it's low. You look at He's all the... More opportunities than any kid that's ranked where he's at. Ricky Fowler, top amateur. Justin Thomas, top amateur. Scotty Scheffler, top amateur. Anthony Kim, top amateur. You just go through the list. Um, Rory yeah, was a top amateur in Europe. Yeah, there's very um, few not that make it. What's his name? Uh, Sketcher's guy. Uh, Kucher, top amateur. Yeah, Fitzpatrick was a top. top he won amateur. the U.S. Amateur. And when I say top amateur, I'm not saying Jeff like Lewis number one. Amateur, Rob but I mean top, top ten amateurs in the world. I mean all the. If you look at the top ten amateurs in the world every year, there's there's major champions in there. Right. Like they're going to be a major champion in the next five or ten years. Charlie is not a top amateur in his state. Right. Okay. So. Is Charlie Woods going to ever win a major? If I had to bet on it, I would say no. Is Charlie Woods ever going to win a PGA Tour event? If I had to bet on it, I would bet no. So if I had to ask you, pretender or contender, as a professional golfer, Charlie Woods, pretender or contender? Uh, tender. All right, but he's a kid. You don't Brooke know. What hates he hates Charlie Woods. <laughs> hates Charlie Woods. He's just a kid, man. Leave him alone. No, I know. I'm with you on that, dude. He's a kid. He's never. I mean, dude, he's never gonna fill his dad's footsteps. Uh, but nobody's gonna fill his dad's shoes. <laughs> there'll be some. There'll be someone that'll come around. They get damn close to it. Like when when Jack Nicholas was doing what he was doing back in the sixties and seventies and shit, bro. People uh, when Ben Hogan was doing what he was doing, people were like, "No one's ever going to be as good as Ben Hogan." Me. Ben Nicholas came around. You got you had the Hogans, the Sneeds. I mean, before that, there was other people. Like every every twenty years, there's someone that comes out that contests the best players in the world before them. And then it always leaves this debate open to where is this person better than this person? Will they play in different eras, different equipment, yeah. different courses? You know what I mean? Different competition. They get, it's, it's, a, it's a constant debate. It's like that with every fucking sport. Was Babe Ruth as good as Hank Aaron? I think the closest we're going to see anybody get is probably like DJ. It's, DJ's got 30-some wins. 
think he's broke 30. But or he's really close to 30. When, when me and you are wearing diapers, though, and we can't remember our children's names, there's going to be somebody dominating golf. Maybe not exactly like Tiger, but in their own way. And then there's going to be a debate. It's hard to envision that, especially with technology and all the stats and stuff, you would have to assume that it would be, you're going to have to have some guy that comes around that swings it like 130 that's gaining so much off the tee like Tiger did to where then he's also a great iron player putter you're gonna have to find somebody that is super long and figures out how to play golf the rest of the way because that's what tiger did he was he was a million yards longer than everybody and he was also as good or better with the other clubs than they were but but sam sneed was long like a million times longer than everybody back in his day Right. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's like every generation, there's some. Nicholas was a million times longer than everybody in his day. Right. That's what that's what it's going to have to be. They're going to have to. And Bryson if, pushed that envelope even. Why do you think Bryson was chasing distance? Right. That's how. But Bryson stinks with wedges. Dude, all right, here's my prediction. There's going to be someone that's 6'7". Right. That's going to play gonna, golf from the age of three. And he's going to have the perfect build for golf, even at a, a, a big height like that. But he's going to have a perfect build for golf. He's going to have the perfect mindset for golf. And he's going to be able to hit wedges. He's going to be able to putt. And he's going to dominate fucking golf. Right. That's what it'll have to be. It'll happen. And usually right now, the, the guys that are that long and that tall struggle with wedges. He's going to have to be a exception to the rule of guys like Tiger that. is an exception to the rule. Jack Nicholas was always an exception to the rule. Like these got Michael Jordan, an exception to the rule. Like there's, right. there's guys that just stand out. They're born with something that the rest of us don't have. That doesn't mean they didn't work hard, but they have obvious advantages, whatever that is. Sometimes you can't even put your finger on it, but there's something different about this guy. Right. Even like in a- the, even in the professional world, like salespeople, if, if you if you work for a big company and all you salespeople out there listen understand what I'm saying like you can make a great living being in the being in the middle of the pack if you've got 500 salespeople on your uh, on your organization and you're number 200 constantly you're making a great living and to be in the top one percent of those 500 salespeople consistently every year, those people are just different. They're doing something. And it's not even like they can train others to do what they're doing. Like, it's just they're, it's a, they have something that other people don't have, whatever it is. There's something that's different. It's like that when, with every, if you measure anything, whether it's sports, it's a, it's a professional world, like anything, like even fucking influencers. Look at YouTube, look at Instagram. There's some people that I look at their content. I'm like, what the fuck? How do they have 5 million followers? And I'm not talking about the hot chicks. I'm just talking about like, like, like good, good to me is that. Yeah. Like I watch their content and I'm not hating on them. Like I get it. I know why that they're, I mean, a lot of the younger folks follow them and stuff. And they were kind of like, I don't want to say they were first to do it, but they they were kind of pioneerish in a way to where now there's a lot of here it was yeah for sure 
So, you know, being one of the first ones to adopt something is, is super important. That's a huge advantage. But even today, I watch their content and I'm like, I mean, I don't I don't get it. It's just the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, and over. I, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I think it's very boring. I can't I, I've never watched a complete match. No, it, I think it's boring, too. <laughs> so but but that's that's something that we're like, doesn't. right. A lot of people don't. And I don't get it. I don't get it right. But it's like that with everything. There's always like the people in the top one, top 5% of anything. Sometimes they just, they just have something that others just don't have. The good goods market is not to, they're not marketing to like golf nerds. It's not marketed to golf nerds. It's marketed to young kids. Yeah. I hear it's marketed to Charlie Woods. I even hear people, uh, debating the they were talking about how because they got a there's a new guy on it uh luke kwan who who has status he's a real golfer he's a real real golfer golfer. and they're like oh he's uh they were saying how what's that super quiet kid's name but the uh aesthetically good swing Good, good. Uh, I would. I, I know who you're talking about. What's I? I, I can't think of his no, name. None of them can shave. <laughs> um, yeah. you talk about the guy that always has like rosy cheeks. Yeah. He, well, I, I wouldn't say he has aesthetically good swing. He, he's a goat humper, dude. Right. But if you look at it on tape in fast motion, I've looked, it I've look looked at it. I mean, you know, he's got a smooth transition to where it's like. It's smooth. Whenever you have a smooth transition, right? It, it, it's aesthetically pleasing, but his swing I was is not. To a yeah. couple people argue about how that that they would beat Luke Kwan. I'm like, I'm like, no, or or even Tick. I'm like, no, dude. These are real golfers, not YouTube golfers. These YouTube golfers, they might be scratch, but they're not this guy. People don't understand the difference. Same with they the, don't understand uh, the difference. Quan and that Ben Haddon kid, the Ben Haddon, he played a match against Tig. Somebody texted me, they're like, who do you think won this? I was like, oh, the Ben Hayden by like a mile. It had to be. He's like, yeah, he won like five up after nine. I'm like, he's a real golfer. Yeah. Tig is a YouTube golfer. Right. Like, like these guys playing events for money to pay their bills. Right. The U- it's a good. it's a different mindset. Like it's it's not even necessarily the physical aspect of it. It's the mindset behind it. Knowing where you can't miss. Knowing w- 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 the decisions you make and your mindset between each shot is they're miles apart right. from each other. And you'll see. And you saw. And I actually went and watched that one because I wanted to. And you'll see, like. The good, good guys, their favorite things to say are, oh, I'm taking an iron off the tee, the smart play. I'm like, that's the opposite of what that is. Right. They, they don't know what they're talking about. Correct. And I'm like, this guy's Tig's hitting an iron off the tee all the time. And this guy's just mashing driver out there. And he's smoking him. Because it's not the smart play. It's stupid. Well, and I don't, I don't want it to be about, about good, good. I mean, that's a whole nother episode. I mean, I don't hate, I don't hate the guys. It's just not my thing, but, but I, right. I brought them up just because 
there's something about their content that I don't understand that a lot of people don't understand, but it works and they're on the top of their game and they're killing it. Right. So, um, someone's going to come along and be the next tiger. They're going to, um, just like, um, uh, the dude from the, the Yankees. I mean, what's his name? Um, why am I drawing a blank? The big guy judge judge. Yeah. You, how do you compete with him? Oh, he's huge. How do you, how do you fucking, he's, I mean, he's a specimen, bro. How do you compete with him? Well, that's how, when LeBron came into the league, he was just Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, he's a big guy that can shoot. He's a big guy that can shoot. And he can move. Right. How do you compete with him? How do you compete with a, with a, like, like, even, like, Tony Gonzalez dominate, like, he started. The tight end thing. Well, I don't want to say he started it, but he was, like, the one that, like, separated himself from everybody else. Like, what right. he did for Atlanta and all the teams he played with, you couldn't compete with him. Who the fuck is going to guard Tony Gonzalez when he's 30 years old, bro? Who are you putting on him, bro? A fucking f- Bob Sanders? <laughs> no. Troy Polamalu? Like, who are you putting on him, bro? These guys are 5'9". They're great players. Bob Sanders was a stud. He, was, I mean, he played for like six years because he's a fucking bowling ball. He, he tried to kill himself every time he's out there. <laughs> and Palomalu was a, kind of the same way, cut from the same cloth. He but, torpedoed himself all the time. Yeah, but how do you? How do you? How do you? Like, same with Gronk. Like, what, what do you do? Now yeah. you started seeing some like six three safeties come out of the come out of the woodwork. What was his name from Baltimore? Ed Reed. No, no, no. I'm, was it Pollard? Maybe am I thinking the right team or is that Houston? What are we talking about? Or hold on. What team? I thought I want to say he was on the no Ed Reed. And who was the other safety with Ed Reed? Not sure. I thought, the Ravens has, I thought the whole I thought the Ravens had like a big giant safety. I'm drawing a blank right now, but he was like six, three. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That was on the Seahawks. The Legion I of Boom. Yeah. You know I who I'm talking about? Yeah. I love like, the Legion of Boom. Those guys were machines. But he was he was like a, almost like the size of a defensive end, bro, playing yeah. safety. But that's he, the reason why he existed was because of the tight ends. Ch- Cam Chancellor. Cam Chancellor. That's right. I don't know why I kept saying Paul. Come over the middle on him. You're getting your head knocked off. But he was there to cover those big fucking tight ends. That's why he existed. Anyway, I digress. Tiger Woods. Big month in December here. What's coming up for Tiger? Bunch of scrimmages. The Hero, the PNC, and the Match. Yeah, so it says here, this is an article on golf.com. It's going to be a Tiger Woods-filled month of December as Woods has committed to his Hero World Challenge, December 1st through the 4th, and the Match 7 on December 10th. He's also expected to play in the PNC Challenge December 17th and 18th, although he has yet to commit with his son, Charlie, which would make three straight weeks of Woods on TV. Who's playing, who's playing the match? Uh, Tiger is playing with... It's Tiger and Rory versus... JT and Jordan. 
Who cares? I don't. The only cool part about it, I think, is that it's under the lights. Is that night? It's at night, yeah. It starts I mean, that's at like, cool. Starts at 6.30 in Florida. Where, where are they playing it? Wherever the LPA, uh, LPGA just played. It's Pelican something or other. The journalists, the networks are going to be excited about this. Is the I think the under the lights is only the cool part about it. I don't care about a match. Like, the players don't care if they win or lose. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not... They're just there to get paid. Like, if so what I would like as far as entertainment value, under the lights is cool because it's different, right? right? Having the big names out there is cool, right? It's always good. But I don't want them out there just fucking playing golf. Like, I want to hear them cursing. I want to hear them, like, saying, you fucking suck. You're going to miss this. I, I want to hear, like, what's actually happening they're mic'd uh, up. Uh, in, in mic'd practice. Up. No, but they're mic'd up, but they're aware that they're mic'd up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, right. I would rather have the guy in the bushes, like, holding that little cone thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just getting, like, secret. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, I want it to be, like, a real practice. Because you know what Tiger's saying to JT in a real practice. Round. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that on TV. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, you're going to hear a bunch of fake nonsense. A bunch of fucking customer service fake smiles, dude, is what you're going to hear. Right. Some pretend trash talk. Like, I want to see Tiger. I want I want to see Tiger and JT's actual text conversations. Yeah. Or I want to see, I wanna see the, the memes uh, that they I want to see the memes that they send to each other. Or their Tuesday practice round money game that right. they play. Oh, my God, bro. If people have a problem with the shit that Trump says on a bus, right, <laughs> right, you're gonna have a big problem. With what's going on in those fucking practice rounds, dude? Correct. But no, I would love to have that scenario. Like, so that's what's cool about the NFL when the NFL does the mic'd up. Like, they know they're mic'd up, but they forget, bro, because like they go into like football mode. You know what I mean? Right. And you, you, I mean, it's like Peyton Manning's got that 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 infamous one to where he's mic'd up. And he gets in Jeff Saturday's ass, and then he, he almost gets his ass beat by the other offensive lineman because he was getting in Jeff Saturday's ass. Like that's like a that's what I want to see, though. I want to see them forget they're mic'd up, and you get this yeah intense like, moment. Uh, Peyton starts laughing. He's like, "Oh, I'm mic'd up." <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if you saw if you watched. Uh, I think he's real super annoying. Uh, the Bob does sports guy, but he had. He had uh, Johnny Fairways. Is that the dude you're talking about? I don't know what his name. It, it's the, you're talking about the guy that is like fake Italian. That's like, I'm waking up today, boys. It's yes. going to be a long day today. Johnny yes. Fairways had a lot to drink last night. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, fucking, that guy. yeah he's annoying. He's too. super annoying, but he they did. They played a match. Uh, they ripped off foreplay. And they did a match with Max Homa. And Max Homa was, I'm sure there was some filter, but he took a lot of the filter off. And oh, did I was he really? Like, yes. He, he said a lot of stuff on there. I was like, wow, he's really letting him have it. And you could well, tell that he, he absolute, you could see it on his face that he absolutely wanted to wreck these guys. Well, they, pro- they probably told him before it started, like, listen, dude, this isn't good, good. 
Because the one thing about those guys is that because those are, are those the same guys that are doing the uh, like on the tea boxes the at live events. Thing, yeah, yeah, the tea, yeah, yeah. I mean, like they're saying some pretty gnarly shit though. It's, so the one credit I'll give them is like they do like they're not sugarcoating anything to anybody. No, they're going after everybody was, the same. Like I don't typically watch. I don't think that's their. I wouldn't it, watch them play golf against anybody because no, 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 no. That's not the content. Yeah, th- that's but, not the content. It, but like, I knew the, Max Max Homa. I I had heard he played really well, and I watched it, and his filter was off, and I was like, "Wow!" And you could see that like Max was in it. He wanted to crush these guys. Well, I guarantee you, I mean, Max probably Max is hip to what's going on. He's young enough to know what, like who they and Matt, are. And he what they he do. had a putt for 59. Oh, did he? Oh, wow. He so he, he went lights out on him too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, he, I'm sure that they told him too. We're like, look, Max, we're not good. Good, bro. Like this isn't, this isn't ABC. Right, even, if, even if they're not good, good, it's still going to go out for his public image. No, for sure, for sure. Well, he might not have been thinking about that honestly, and he, maybe he—I haven't seen it, so I don't know what was said. If there was you anything controversial, it. it's pretty good. Uh, was there anything controversial? Like, if you're a sponsor of his, are you looking at it like, oh man, that's not good for the image? He swore a lot. Were they bleeping it out? No, that's not good for the image. No, that's what I was shocked. I was like, oh wow, because even just- even the NFL Network bleeped out, bleeps out the curse words for like if they're mic'd up, you know. Yeah, no, they don't bleep it out. They did not bleep it out. It was so, really good. But no, I guarantee they told him was like, look, Max, like, let's have a day, man. Let's have a day, Maxi. Maxi Fairways. Let's have a day. <laughs> the guy's fucking annoying. I, I don't he like that no guy. One. I don't like because it's either. fake. It's all fake. That's not. He doesn't talk like this all the time, man. That he. It's like a character he's in, and it's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Um, Tiger has going to have a big month in December. People are all fucking going to love it because it's Tiger. Everybody's missing him. Like, and Tiger is has like twenty million bromances going on that he's not even aware of. <laughs> Proke's one of them. Proke definitely one hundred percent has a bromance with Tiger. Does not. Proke's also fired up right now. Because I mean we're I mean we're basically an LPGA tour podcast. Basically, we're very LPGA friendly. We're progressive. This I would say this is a pro- progressive platform for uh, women's golf. Oh yeah. Um, what's going on on the LPGA tour right now, bro? Well, what's got you fired up right now, dude? Hey, Nelly just won today. Back to number one in the world. Yeah, shout out to Nelly. Good, great job, Nelly. But that's not what we're talking about. I mean, she's expected no. to win. Whatever. She the, she won a uh, tournament. Whoop de doo. What are you fired up about right now, dude? One of the rookies, Lynn Grant from Sweden, qualified for the tour championship. And is not going to be allowed to travel here because she isn't COVID vaccinated. I'm sorry. Come again. She's not allowed to play any event. Because it's in the U.S. and Creepy Joe has a travel ban on people coming into the country that are not vaccinated. You can leave and then come back not vaccinated, but you can't come here. All right, back up for a second here. I just want to make sure we're very clear. Sleepy Joe and your 
creepy, creepy or sleepy? Uncle Joe. Creepy, creepy Uncle Joe. Un- creepy Uncle Joe. Yeah, the president. Which is the, the president of, is he your president? He is everyone's president in the United it, States. It, it, okay, all right. I, that was a landmine, by the way, that you just sidestepped. Good job. Creepy Uncle Joe will not, does he hate the LPGA Tour? Does he hate women? I I don't does, does this, I mean because if, if this was if this was Trump he'd be he'd be racist right I'm just trying to be fair I'm the guy in the middle be racist. well I don't know if he'd, he'd be, be sexist he'd be sexist and racist right she's if, if this was she's not going to fall under the racist category all right it'd be sexist for Probably. sure sexist so I'm asking is is creepy Uncle Joe sexist because of this no. Because he did the same thing to Novak Djokovic in tennis. Does he does he hate people from Europe? He could. That's possible. Listen, we got a big following in Europe. Listen, we need to all you folks in the UK and over in the in Europe. This isn't good. But if we're being fair, I don't think Joe has much of a say in anything that happens in his life. He doesn't know what's going on. He does not. <laughs> He has no clue what's going on. If he wakes up, gets fresh diaper, he's happy. That's it. Proke is canceled, immediately canceled. <laughs> but no, seriously. So what we have here is we have a situation where COVID is still a thing in the administration. Yeah. If you go out in Crazy. public in the United States, it's, it's not, not a thing. A, not a thing. COVID's like not people, thing. I mean, at this point, if you're wearing a mask, you're you're suspicious. And I don't want to like, I mean, if you want to wear a mask, wear a fucking mask. It doesn't matter. But like you used to not before COVID, you couldn't wear any kind of facial covering into a gas station. Right. Unless you were like in Alaska, maybe. You still take it off. Like or you would. Yeah. You're not you would, even allowed you to wear hoods. Like don't put your. Right. Don't put your hood up. Sign, take your hood down before you walk in. But no, you're so, going to cover your whole face up. I mean, I, I, the vibe I get when I'm out in public is like we're getting back to normal again as far as that's concerned. Like when I see people like all bundled up like that, I immediately am like, this is suspicious now. This person might be up to no good. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, pretty much. So just to just to give a little perspective there, that's kind of where we are in the U.S. right now when you go outside and you and you live in the world. COVID is not a thing. It's not a thing. It's becoming more of a punchline at this point if people are so worried about it. Um. But it's not a thing. No. The fact. All right, so in just just to be clear, it's not a thing here. But the administration is not allowing anyone in the United States currently at this point, even on a special like visa, like I'm going to play in a golf tournament. Without a covid, a specific covid vaccination. Correct. Pretty sure that's the only one required to enter the U.S. That's wild. It is stupid. And this is the same administration that's just letting people walk across the border in Mexico? Yes. Yes. That's what I saw a bunch of people online. Like, just come in from Mexico. They just walk across. Literally just fly in to, like, Tijuana. And just carry your bag across. The have border. your have your caddy with you. You guys just walk across. You say you're looking for your golf ball. They ask you any yeah. questions. Yeah, so I hit like- my drive a little a little right. I'm just looking for my ball over here. Right. 
and then have an Uber pick you up as soon as you get into LA or whatever's across the or San Diego, whatever's across and Tijuana. Fly over there. to Florida. Dude, this is stupid, <laughs> so bro. It's so, listen. I'm not. We try not to get in politics here. Um, it's not a political show. There's going to be Democrats that hopefully listen to us and love us, and there's going to be Republicans that do, and everybody in between. Probably not going to be a lot of like hard left people that like us. We've already been canceled by them. Yeah, they they hate us as of like three minutes ago. <laughs> but but I mean, let's just be real, guys. I mean, let's be real. Put your political beliefs behind. Like, let's just. One plus one is two, right? Can we all agree one plus one is two? Mm. Like mm. We have to agree on one plus one is two. No, this is tough. The LPGA can't be taking L's right now. You know what I mean? Like well, golf, golf, golf can't. Well, I know it's not, but it's like golf in general cannot be taking L's right now. It has no momentum. There's there's no and she's she. She's good enough that she actually qualified for the tour as a rookie, qualified for the tour championship, only playing the events that were in Europe and Asia. This is a problem, dude. It's so stupid. When you're letting people walk across the border and you're not going to let a professional athlete come over here and compete, on her own tour, like the LPGA tour needs. Uh, not, listen, not to the, mention to get off of the LG. Pfizer has come out and be like, no, it doesn't stop transmission. So who cares if you have it or not? Right. It doesn't and, and do I, anything. And, and I, and, and that's the other thing. Like, and again, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole because we're going to wrap this show up here. I'm trying to keep this under um uh, an hour and a half there. But um, if you got vaccinated, if you didn't get vaccinated, you're you're con- people contracted COVID either way. Correct. Right? So we can. I'm sure that there's different numbers and statistics that can you can debate whether like it's it it, it slowed it down. Um, you're less likely to get it. I don't know. I'm not a fucking. Well, Pfizer doctor. came out. They had to testify or whatever, and they literally said that it doesn't stop transmission. Doesn't right. stop so spreading it, it. So what, um, even with that being said, which is big deal. That's a big deal. What you're saying is a big deal. Because that's but not. It's not. It, it's not like unless up for debate. unless the vaccine it has like a 95 percent or better rate of like stopping the transmission. Like and we're nowhere near that, right? Like that's not a real number. No, it's more like no, zero. It's, yeah, it's more like it's closer to zero, right? So. That's one part of it, right? Which is obnoxious. But then the other part is specifically the administration is the one that's controlling these rules, right? It's the administration, right? Correct. That's that's and a that's an executive the same order. Administration is allowing people just to walk across the border. Are they doing vaccination tests on them? There's no fucking way. <laughs> and I don't care if people walk across the border. This isn't like they should or shouldn't be allowed. My point is. It's just not the same rules for everybody, and that's obnoxious. That's that's how we get away from one plus one equals two, right? That we need to. All right, if if that's going to be a rule, then it needs to be a rule for everybody. What's fair is fair. Okay, if that if you, it, you, listen, this is your administration, Mister President. You can come up with your own rules. That's fine. 
But how are you going to like it just it, it none of it made there's no logic behind it. And I guess that's where I have a problem is because like I like I'm real big on logic. Like, I, you know, I, I try to analyze situations. I really, you know, like I try to leave emotion at the door. And I'm a troll. Listen, I'm a fucking troll and I make fun of people all the time. And you shouldn't take me seriously. Like, there's nothing in my I, I'm, I'm serious about some stuff. But 95 percent of the time, I'm not Same. it's it's all fun and jokes, you know. But at the end of the day, when it comes to stupid shit like this, like there's just no fucking logic behind it. I don't care Zero. if you're a <laughs> Democrat or a public. I don't care. Like it just there's no logic. Why would you have? And it's not just I'm listen, if it's happening for this girl on the LPGA tour, it's happening to other people in right. different she professions. She's just prominent enough that you hear about it. Right. Think about all the other people that you're not hearing about. Correct. It's just stupid. And the, and the LPGA tour can't be taking L's right now. That's an L for the tour. Look, these, these people that are like in charge of the LPGA tour that have like, I mean, the big sponsors and stuff, the CEOs of these companies, they fucking know who the people are in the administration. Make a phone call, dude. Right. Like, and it's, it's not like a, a law. It's a executive order that he keeps renewing. Stupid. Does this piss you off, Broke? Are it you does. fired up? It, it does. I, I was it it. I was mad about it when it was. I don't even watch tennis, but Novak Djokovic missed like right. three three of the majors because of it. Right. Because of not taking something that does nothing for him. He's a a, a athlete in the prime of his. It does nothing. Well, and they were giving Rogers. I don't know if you remember all the shit that was happening to Rogers in the off season because he wouldn't take the vaccination. Right. There's a lot of shit happening with that too. So he went to the fucking Himalayas and got some fucking Asawaki or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah, he did. He fucking he did became a straight up. Yeah, yeah, he became a monk out there, bro. Came back looking like uh, Conair. Jesus, bro. He's like Jesus all of a sudden, bro. Anyway, no, I think this is stupid and obnoxious, man. Like. I don't know what the point of it is. There is no point. It's a political nonsense. If it, if it's meant to keep citizens safe, cool, awesome. Then close all the borders. Don't let anybody over. If that's what we're still worried about, let's just shut the country down and start sending out more stimulus checks. Fuck it. Please don't. <laughs> but it's like you know what? Don't don't half ass it. Like either do it or don't do it. Yeah. That's just my take on it. Anyway, Proke's fired up. He wanted to talk about it, so I told him we'd throw it in. Proke's not a fan of this administration, I don't think. Not my favorite people in the world. But there's not many administrations that I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, I mean, they all have their... That's why we don't talk politics, is because there's not one specific thing that's going to be good for everybody, I don't think. And well, no, you're never going to make everybody happy. Complete transparency. I'm an independent. And that's why I'm an independent. It's because I can't agree with everything on either side. And I don't like any of the government. Proke hates it. Listen. All of them. <laughs> listen Other than Ron seems, he seems like a sane human. We'll just wait till he gets to Washington. Things will change. He'll he'll get he'll get um he'll get uh compromised too, bro. He will, all, but it's, it happens to all of them. Anyway, we're we're not talking about politics. Clubhouse VIP POD, Clubhouse VIP Pod. 
You can uh, reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. We both have our own Instagram pages too. You could uh, fire at uh, fire at Proke. You can fire some messages towards me, and uh, we'll talk about it. You got Watch anything else, bro? No, no. Proke has officially goosed this and week, and it's. I'm also gonna go kill all the yellow bellied sap suckers. All the yeah, the yellow bellied sap suckers in Detroit are gonna be extinct. Your toast. How about Detroit? Let's go. Can they win their division now? <laughs> no, they're in a division they have with a the Vikings. Oh, that's right. That's not good. No. All right, guys. We'll see you in a few days. You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried-up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more.